start to set the stage for everyone. So <clears throat> in the past, what we've actually done with these meetings, uh, so on Tuesday, we typically ran class where it was a chance to uh, come in and, and fire off any questions you had at, at Publius and um, just get an, an update on a lot of the, uh, the thinking and the mechanics of, of Beanstalk. And then historically with these meetings, what we were doing um, is just giving a, a quick update to the, the community and to the DAO as to uh, what's actually happening um, on the back end uh, as we're working through getting uh, Beanstalk replanted and getting things up to speed. And so um, we're gonna try to continue to host these for everyone so that we can provide that transparency um, just to give some updates. And so what we'll do is bring a couple of uh, kind of core team members who are leading a couple of areas of the of Beanstalk Farms. Um, we'll bring up uh, Mr. Manifold for Beansprout as well. Um, we've got this listed as an hour. Don't foresee it taking that, that full time. Um, it's more so just to give everyone a quick update on those various areas. And then um, we'll have some time at the end for some Q&A. Um, so just before kicking it off, uh, I think everyone's seen this, but um, we've actually started a new thread for BFP76 to talk through the uh, pools that we could potentially launch with. Um, obviously a lot of conversation happening there in general as a result of PFP 75. Uh, so definitely jump into that. Um, <clears throat> Austin listed a soft poll at the top of it to start to gauge interest. Um, so read through that. Um, we can definitely address some questions on that. Um, but with that being said, um, I'll start to bring a couple of people up here and um, we'll just get some updates from some of the core members. Hey, Philcor. Hey, hey. Guess I'm first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the team hasn't really had a chance to to have a full kind of introduction to you yet. So if you don't mind, just giving a, a quick background as well, uh, and then if you can give an update on. Can people on... hear Philcor? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, Philcor. Publius, can you hear? Him? Can you guys hear us? Can we hear you? I can't hear anything. Is this on my Yeah, I can hear you. Yep, we can hear you, Publius. Could people hear Philcor? Or no? J-Dubs, you said you could, right? Again, yes. I can, yeah. I can hear you and Publius. <laughs> okay, Publius is going to deal with his audio. Um, well, hello, everyone. Um, happy Thursday. Super nice to be here. Um, excited to be working with this team and, and this community. Um, a little background on me. Um, so started my um, career in, uh, in design and uh, started my own um, consulting company, um, ended up merging with another consulting company, built a pretty successful um, consulting uh, business, um, building amazing um, products from there. Um, ended up going and working at a startup um, where I uh, ran product. Um, uh, so ran a team of about like uh, 25 um, um, and uh, was also the um, COO and CEO at that organization. <clears throat> um, and then most recently um, was working at a, um, a venture funded startup a team of about 50, where um, I also ran operations. Um, I got introduced to uh, Beanstalk um, through Sync, 
uh, on another uh, in another Discord community. Um, got super excited and um, ended up having a conversation with Dumpling, and one thing led to another, and and here we are. Um, so I've been working full time on the project for the last few weeks, um, and am you know here uh, running operations. Um, so super excited to be here working with the team. Um, also excited about like this moment in time because I think that we not only are obviously doing a ton of great work to get the protocol up and running, but I think there's a lot of work to do in order to um, take uh, Beanstalk Farms as an organization to the next level. Um, so I think that that is kind of my overarching goal here is that uh, to support the community and support the core team in uh, preparing for the next stage of growth. So I think there's a handful of projects that are are part of that. So uh, a couple of brass tacks things. Um, one is um, budgeting. We're working on putting together a Q3 budget. We'll be talking about it today, and we'll have something to share with um, you know the larger community um, in the next uh, week or two. Um, so excited about that. Um, we're doing some a bit of due diligence around some um, uh, legal ramifications in terms of thinking about like how, what's the smartest um, and most uh, you know secure way to like organize um, uh, uh, beanstalk. Is that something we even need to do? Um, so doing some due diligence there. Um, we're also working on some um, projects. Uh, to um, support the way that the organization gets its work done. Um, so internally, putting some work together to help codify sort of our, um, you know, our processes, um, the way that the team uh, collaborates to deliver product, um, the way the team communicates, um, and just, uh, you know, some basic best practices around organizational management. So that's work that this community isn't going to see too much of. But um, what you should see are uh, will show up in the results that the team is able to achieve. I think if, you know, from an ops perspective, um, if we do our job super well, um, you don't uh, notice too much other than the team that consistently and reliably produces really high quality work. Um, and you can just kind of sense that things are humming along. So um, again, excited to be here. Happy to answer any questions. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Phil Corp. Yeah. And so for the team, uh, we haven't really had a chance to, uh, introduce you yet to Philcore, so I wanted to take a couple minutes to go through that. So appreciate the update on the ops uh, and, and your background as well, Philcore. Um, Austin, do you want to give a quick update? I mean, I think we've all been lucky enough to read the tons of writing that you've been putting together, but is there anything kind of high level from like a copy perspective um, and a little anything beyond that that you can talk through? Sure. Yeah, thanks, J-Dub. Um... Although my update will be brief, I guess the, the work involved is not so brief. But I think between now and replant, uh, we're expecting just a couple more proposals, at least one more BIP to actually transfer ownership of Beanstalk to the BCM or the, the guidelines outlined in, uh, I think, BFP 73. And then another one to actually replant Beanstalk. And so that'll be unpausing Beanstalk, whitelisting the various silo assets, etc. Uh, the big meaty project we're working on now is uh, the Gitbook. Um, and 
yeah, so th there's going to be a lot of work to do there in terms of guides, documentation, etc. You can check out a sneak peek of it actually at docs.bean.money. We won't share that too widely at the moment because it just houses the governance documentation that was outlined in BFP 73, as well as a dashboard for looking at the list of addresses that are on the BCM when they last signed transactions, and then uh, every time the, the list of signers changes, uh, that's where the, the hash will be published as well. So you're welcome to check that out, um, although other than governance, it's pretty sparse at the moment. Um, over the coming weeks and months, uh, that'll be the main homepage for learning about Beanstalk. And then otherwise, been working with uh, one of the Publii on setting up a, a governance forum of sorts. Um, we're probably going to stick to Discord in the meantime for governance discussions, at least between now and replant. Uh, but you know, as we grow, we'll uh, we'll kind of figure out a process for whether we want to discuss BIPs here in Discord, there on the forum, etc. But I think uh, I think that's it on my end. Happy to answer any questions though. Awesome. Yeah, I think Austin. One thing. I mean, uh, one thanks for the update, uh, and also in terms of the, um, <clears throat> like for example, the last with BFP seventy five, there were some comments about um, people getting a little more updates on it. Can you talk through um, from the conversations that we've been having, at least from a cursory perspective, what what that might look like in terms of providing more foresight um, so that teams know about live BFPs, et cetera? Uh, sure. So. BFP 75, uh, I'm sure most of the folks in here know, um, but it, the voting period ended on Monday and the DAO voted to replant with a different pool, which uh, required that we run another snapshot to pick the pool. It seemed like there might have been some confusion about kind of the implications uh, of each as well as uh, timing. I know, you know between the exploit and replant, we've been running snapshot voting periods pretty quickly in order to, to move pretty quickly, but I think that was one where, you know, Perhaps we should have shared a draft in advance, you know, reminded folks to vote, things like that. So, uh, you know, lots of things to learn from from that process that should be improved moving forward. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then, yeah, just to further echo that, so we're gonna we'll try to put some kind of a process in place um, between copy and ops, uh, you know, and frankly, even like marketing community, so that there is more. Uh, of an understanding of what is live uh, when it closes, just continuing to remind people to, to hop in and vote um, is to the extent that we can do it, um, obviously without nudging people in any kind of a direction. So, right, thanks Austin. Um, so I will give an update really quickly uh, on behalf of MOD with marketing and then I'll give a community update as well. Um, so just so the community knows, there's actually no update right now on the PR front. I'm actually waiting to see how Root and the Barn Rays unfold. Um, we'll pull up Mr. Manifold for a quick update on that in just a second. Uh, there is a new BeanPod episode that's live. Uh, was tweeted about, and um, it's an episode where police talks in a bit more detail about soil, uh, the soil and weather as a whole. Uh, so definitely suggest checking that out. Uh, there's another blog piece that should be ready uh, in the near term uh, that Mod's working through with, <clears throat> I think through copy as well, he's got the initial draft out, um, but that should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, the most recent version of the Biweekly Bean was recently put out as well, and then um, there's a community grant program that, that uh, we're looking at on the marketing front. Um, on the community side itself, uh, the big emphasis is on education. So everyone knows about the Beanstalk Explained video. If um, maybe maybe not, but if not, go to Bean.Money and you'll see it on the homepage. Um, 
And so we're working through what would be the second and the third iterations of those videos that just give people more clarity in terms of what, what the silo is, what the field is, um, and then how to interact with um, fertilizer itself and then what the mechanisms are. So um, again, everyone that's in here, I think it's all pretty clear how you do all of this. It's more so for new users that are coming to the site um, because that Beanstalk Explained video has been pretty, pretty helpful for us to drive um, awareness overall. Then on the community management side, uh, I've got to give a big shout out to the, to the Chinese team as a whole. Um, we've got a couple of different language teams um, and I've got a few members in the, uh, through the Discord that are helping us work on translations and things like that. Um, so many thanks to the teams that are doing it, but the Chinese team in particular has been working through quite a few translations. So uh, Jeremy, who's here in the audience, has been great uh, along with Rez. So many thanks to them for working through all the translations of things. Um, but it's another way for us to continue to get outreach to the community as opposed to just keeping it um, focused on English. Um, on the NFT front, we're progressing through the, the work with that. I saw a couple of questions that popped up in general. If you have any questions about that, let me know. Um, but again, we won't be listing out any, uh, we won't be pushing on the NFT front uh, right now, given the fact that uh, all the engineering needs to focus on the replant. Uh, again, that's the most important part of what's happening. Um, <clears throat> but we'll keep you guys surprised as we can start to leak those. Um, in the future, we'll be doing a few more events um, in the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll probably be doing another happy hour with Dumpling and Bean Tobin and Bella Bean Talk, which if you guys haven't come to those, um, they've been really kind of just a way for us to relax, uh, have more lighthearted conversation um, and uh, just have, yeah, jokes from I IPO and chill um, whenever you can pop in as well. Um, and then there's some merch and giveaways and stuff like that we'll be doing on the community front as well. So just a pretty quick update on the community front. Um, Mr. Manifold, now that I've got you up here, do you want to give a quick update on bean sprout and root? Sure. Uh, you know, quick question, GW. So who's, who's on the Chinese team? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a kind of an informal team. We've got uh, in the audience, there's Jeremy on it. There's uh, someone named Rez and then there's, um, I think it's, I can't pronounce the name. It's Sing Ling. I, 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 there's one other person that's helping us. No worries. No worries. Yep. That, that's awesome, though. No, I, I just wanted to give a shout out. That's pretty cool. I didn't know too much about that. That's awesome. Um, so on the bean sprout uh, side of things, you know, really for the past, you know, I, honestly, ever since the exploit, um, it's, it's really just been, you know, nonstop uh, on the capital race front. And, you know, even though the barn race has started, we, we really haven't you know, taking the pedal off the gas there. So we're still continuing to have conversations with funds, angels, traders, um, high net worth individuals and, uh, you know, family offices. Um, and so that's still kind of continuing. And, you know, we're still, um, you know, looking to uh, have as many conversations with capital as possible, um, you know, drive awareness of being stock. Um, you know, what, what this technology is, what, what type of, you know, investment or bet, you know, they would be taking on. Um, and, and, you know, at the very least, you know, if not a capital contribution, you know, Beanstalk is on the map um, and, you know, they'll be following the project moving forward, which, you know, should have, you know, positive benefits, you know, down the line, even after the barn race. So that's really been, you know, what's been preoccupying most of, you know, the time on the bean sprout end of things is, you know, just raising as much capital as we can um, during this barn race. Um, you know, specifically clicking into root, um, 
you know, a lot of uh, bandwidth and, and time just going into, you know, the design um, of the protocol um, and, you know, the, the, the really, you know, just thinking again from first principles, you know, um, it's, it's really non-trivial because, you know, I think I've expressed this publicly before, just really not, you know, too overly impressed with the current state of DeFi today. And it's easy to, you know, throw together a few things and launch a protocol that mirrors a lot of the past. Um, but we're being very cognizant um, and, and really want to think this through. And, you know, that takes some time, but, you know, we, we made a ton of really good progress. Um, you know, we've, we've basically, you know, uh, raised all the capital we sought out to, um, but we're still having a few more conversations um, for some strategic checks that might come in. Um, but yeah, all, all good stuff, you know, we're, we're excited. So um, I think, you know, from, from the bean sprout side of things, from the root side of things, you know, we're chugging along here. Um, and, you know, although it's, although it's a bear market um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of volatility around, um, you know, I think bean stock and, and root and is, is really, you know, one of the, one of the things uh, in the current market environment that, you know, is getting, um, you know, is growing in interest and, 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 you know, is going to come out of the other side um, a, a, as a real novel technology to facilitate the next run. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Manifold. I, I think I, I speak for a lot of people when I say that we're all quite excited uh, for Root to, to be, uh, you know, public and, and out in the open. So um, that's great to hear. Thank you. Um, so, Silo, do you mind uh, giving an update on engineering? Maybe you and I'll have you and uh, Publius tag team that if that works. Maybe you can give an update on the front end side or whatever works. Yeah, thanks, Shay Dubs. Um, yes, yeah, so on the front end side, steaming ahead with, with Cool Bean and Sweet Red Beans. Um, as many of you have probably seen, we relaunched uh, the Beanstalk app for the barn raise. Uh, we're continuing to work on some of the internals in terms of you know how it's accept accessing data from, from the chain. A lot of that's changing uh, now that we're, we're replanting Beanstalk, so have been accommodating those changes. Um, and yeah, just generally steaming towards our uh, replant deadline, which we don't really have the hard deadline as we've mentioned. You know, this will be sometime in July. Um, but yeah, we also plan to open source the website sometime soon after that. Um, no hard deadline set there either, but as we're rebuilding the site, that's in mind. So hopefully it's something that the broader community can contribute to soon. And um, yeah, just really excited to get that wrapped up. Publius, I don't know if you have anything you'd like to add there. Um, yeah, I mean, may, want to touch a little bit kind of on BIP20. Um, you know, first off, you know, uh, Seems like it's received, you know, significant amount of the required quorum, which is again fifty percent of stock at the time of submission. But you know, if for those in the crowd, you know, who haven't taken a look at it, you know, would would love it if you know, kind of everyone would take a look and see if it's you know worth voting on and if they're in support of it. Again, you know, if you're against it, uh, no pressure to vote on it, but would you know encourage everyone to at least take a look. Um, and you know, kind of in the case that it doesn't pass, it's kind of hard to see where Beanstalk goes and, you know, uh, goes forward. So it's important that we at least have, you know, a sufficient portion of the stockholders at least take a look at it so that it has a potential to pass. Um, so to break down maybe a little bit what is going on here, uh, kind of behind the scenes on BIP20, um, we're pretty much wrapping up now the data validation portion of the migration, which is basically, you know, uh, via several different methods, we've kind of recomputed the state of Beanstalk on chain and then cross-validated that the data that we computed from, you know, on chain calls, directly pulling Beanstalk state from a node 
and events is the same. And kind of now that we've kind of recomputed the state of Beanstalk off-chain, we're basically going to take you know all non all non-deposited beans, all non-deposited LP, whether that's withdrawn, circulating pre-exploit, wrapped beans, beans stuck in orders, harvestable beans, er erase them from the Beanstalk system and redistribute them in the form of unripe beans and unripe LP. Um, you know, discussed with Silo Chat earlier today about you know trying to get a kind of number up on the website of how many unripe beans and how many many unripe LP each account has so that we can kind of collectively all together go on the website and validate that these numbers are correct. Um, kind of the goal here is to make sure we do this as correctly as possible and you know with no mistakes and it feels like we've done a great job of validating data so far and want the community to be as involved in this process as possible so that we don't run into hiccups later down the road. Um, you know kind of before we replant it, it would be easy to kind of readjust and fix any problem in this migration. But once we replant, it's a little more difficult. So, um, you know, any sort of community help there is awesome. Um, and then kind of on the deposit side, we're basically going to remove your existing bean and LP deposits from an event perspective and then redeposit them in the form of unripe LP or bean deposits, um, which is the second half of it. So on the silo side of things, you know, the only action, there's no action actually necessary. Um, but you know, once those deposits have been migrated, if people could kind of take a look, verify that their balances look okay, and you know that was all done properly, would be greatly appreciated. Um, kind of what's to come after BIP20 is you know kind of have been discussing, and you know, shout out Cujo for helping out with this, but the potential of we would like to do a fork of mainnet on some kind of separate node after the migration of balances in tandem with the UI to kind of open up a full Beanstalk test of the replant on a fork node that everyone in you know that can kind of go check test make sure it works so you know kind of in preparation of that in maybe you know two to three weeks we would love everyone's participation on that to kind of test make sure everything is great um so that's just a little bit of what's to come on that end and uh on the audit side of things you know we did receive a message from trail of bits yesterday saying that they're going to need an extra week in order to finish the audit so we have paid ahead of time for eight engineer weeks. Initially, it was only scheduled to be six, two engineers for three weeks, and they've asked to extend the audit to be four weeks with the two engineers. So the, this, the end date of the audit is now June 6th. Um, you know, not much we can do there. We're not gonna ask them to hurry. Uh, you know, obviously, if the DAO wants to create a proposal to not push back the audit an extra week, uh, we can do that, but you know, it should be, uh, you know, you know, there would be serious security concerns to not waiting for the audit to finish. And, you know, kind of the reason they want to push back the audit is just, you know, there's a lot of complex code that has been written. Um, you know, the new barn raise format is quite complex and they just want the extra time in order to do, you know, fully test, fully review and fully make sure everything is, you know, secure on that end. Um, so, you know, on our end, you know, slight inconvenience, but, you know, not a real problem as, you know, the goal is to release Beanstalk in the most secure and safe fashion so that such an exploit as the one that happened to us doesn't happen again, not to get Beanstalk out as soon as possible. So, uh, you know, just that's the update there. But other than that, the audits are going well, you know, have, you know, been in constant communication with auditors, both at Trillibits and Hubborn every day, answering their questions, walking them through the code and uh, discussing potential issues, which has been fantastic. So, you know, overall, we're all really happy with the, the quality of the audits we're receiving and believe it'll be great for Beanstalk once those are over. Um, so, you know, that's about it.
Amazing. Thanks, Publius. It's, uh, yeah, it's really exciting to hear about that, the fork that you mentioned um, as, as an option to, to test things out in terms of Unripe. Um, so then just to, just to clarify um, and confirm, so with the, with the Trail of Bits piece that came out, they're basically saying they, they need a, an extra week. Uh, is that a fair thing to say to kind of push through the piece of code, the next piece of audit that they need to do? Is that right? Yes. Uh, yes. Initially, the audit, they had told us it was going to take two engineers, three weeks, um, you know, kind of in fund one, the fundraiser to fund trail of bits. Um, we had initially, we had initially paid for eight weeks, which is four weeks of two engineers time. Um, basically what they're, those extra weeks were going to be used, you know, were, were allocated in case an event like this were to happen. And if we did not, if this case did not happen, they would be used to eventually audit something in the future. Um, but yeah, Trail of Bits is asking for that extra week, which is two engineers working for one week. It's already paid for, and there's really no action needed other than the fact that we're going to now expect that Trail of Bits to be delivered a week later. The initial report is basically scheduled to finish June 6th now, with the final report being released up to 10 days after that. Um, and so kind of we would expect kind of waiting for the final report to be ready before replanting, as well as any issues that they come up with that have not yet been fixed by the end of the audit to need to be fixed and then reviewed. But obviously we're trying to work as quickly as possible to fix kind of issues as they come up. But again, the priority here is security, not speed. So, uh, you know, hoping for the best there, but it makes it hard to kind of determine when a replant would happen. Great, thanks. Yeah, and I think we've been we've been trying to pretty we we've been pretty clear with the community about this, and we'll continue to be clear. Like, it's also why, as much as we love the idea of um, July Fourth as a launch, um, we had to we have intentionally been a little um, flexible with the language because we knew that the audit itself could potentially have these kinds of um, these shifts to it. So, uh, yeah, just for everyone out there, again, we're obviously focusing on getting this done quickly, but but definitely more importantly is uh, safely and securely to, to Bootwise's point. There's no point of us running through this audit uh, if it if it's not going to be done that way. So um, great. So um, I will just really quick there, if there are any questions that you guys have uh, for myself or anyone else up here, definitely drop those in the chat. Um, you can raise your hand as well um, and I can pull you up really quickly. Um, but just one question that came in from Meg Salad in terms of um, the strategy for the next three and a half weeks pre-replant um, to maximize the raise. Um, so there's, we're continuing to kind of provide educational material, both on the marketing and the community side, Egg Salad. Um, we don't have a, a formal campaign to promote the barn raise uh, in general. That It hasn't really been the way that we've been pushing the, the barn raise itself. We, because we don't want it to necessarily come across as, um, you know, giving financial advice, et cetera. Um, but what we have been trying to do is, is let people know that the barn race is live. Uh, and I know that Mod is working on a video, I believe, on the marketing front that we can be using. Um, and then we're going to continue to have, obviously, all of the regular Discord sessions and Twitter sessions that we're doing to promote it. Um, and in addition to that, I know that there's ongoing efforts to, to land um, other uh, podcasts and AMAs, et cetera. So uh, in case you guys didn't hear it, Publius uh, was on a call with Frax uh, earlier this week. So we'll continue to have events like that happening. Um, and so it's not just about uh, providing written content, but we're, we're definitely looking through other other ways to do it. Uh, if there's any way that the community recommends that they you know, would love to see us do it, definitely you know, shoot that in general, tag me, um, tag Mod. And we'll definitely take that into consideration. Um, but we're definitely thinking of the best ways that we can get the word out there about the uh, barn raise without, you know, without it in any way coming across shilly. Um, 
so that's just that question. If you have any other questions, um, feel free to drop them in there. Um, Publius6986, uh, do you have uh, anything that you want to give an update on? Sure. Not sure if my sound is coming in any better than it was before. I'm still a little shaky on this end, but hopefully everyone can hear me. So uh, have been spending a lot of time on the white paper trying to get things to a version 2.0 uh, prior to the replant. Uh, frankly, have been <laughs> surprised by the amount of work that it seems needs to go into the white paper. Uh, have felt like it, almost a year after publishing, it's a document that's held up pretty well, but frankly now, you know, diving back into it and really looking at it with a critical eye, there's a lot of work that can be done, and so intend to continue to spend a lot of time on that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's funny, I mean, this may be TMI, but had like the first task was just combining all the different versions that we'd had, because prior to the attack, there were different updates that were happening, and there were different versions of the white paper to support different updates. And so it took like three or four days just to condense all of the different versions. Now we're down to two versions. So hoping to get that to one version and then finally be able to or to just iterate on that prior to the replant, but that's going to be a significant focus of, of ours uh, until then. Uh, really think that having up-to-date and high-quality documentation is essential for a decentralized protocol, so going to continue to spend uh, significant brain power trying to get that to be as good as possible. And then separately, the, the goal is to put out supplementary documentation uh, along with the white paper upon replant. So there's been some work going into a Git book. Uh, there's some more technical documentation being written to support the auditors. So across the board, the hope is to have uh, better and better and better materials to support uh, bean farmers. But uh, it's tedious work to do it properly. So uh, that, that's the main focus at the moment. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's fair to say the white paper is basically the equivalent of our Bible, so it's great to hear it's getting the focus that it, it deserves. Um, good. Okay, so that's largely the updates from the from the team. Um, if you guys, uh, I think we've got just a, again, we had this later for an hour. Um, we're planning to go over that full time. Um, I think since we've got Publius here, if you have any quick questions, um, you know, feel free to just drop those in the chat or raise your hand. Um, but if we don't have anything come in, like in the next maybe a minute or two, uh, we're probably going to call it. So uh, eagerly waiting for you guys to drop those there, raise your hands. Um, we'll just give you guys a minute to see if anything comes up. And uh, so I see egg salad uh, writing, so I'll just wait for that. But um, just again, one last time as you guys, uh, uh, as we do kind of come to a close then. So BFP, or sorry, BIP20 uh, live, and it wraps up on the 21st. Uh, drop that in the general chat. So be sure to jump in and um, to Publius's point, take a look. Uh, and if you're in favor of it, vote for it. Um, and then as mentioned at the outset of the conversation, um, we've got a channel for BFP76 uh, in terms of the, um, in terms of uh, what pools that we've got as options. Uh, so definitely take a look at that channel. We need to um, kind of progress through that conversation and it would be great. Um, definitely make sure you're asking questions along the way. Um, always questions, questions, questions. Um, so really quick in the chat, uh, 
Eddie, uh, for the barn race started, the whole team is on fire. Thanks. Uh, yeah, definitely a great call out to the entire team. Thanks, Eddie. Um, a lot of great help, um, you know, from everyone that's on that's been on this stage and, and more. Um, so many thanks to everyone. Uh, Q3 budget. Pepe Le Pew, if we can get your help with uh, translation in Russian, fantastic. Uh, why don't you shoot me a DM and we'll kind of keep that conversation going. We don't have a, a Russian team yet, so that would be great. Um, Sophocles, yes, uh, at everyone for the announcements for BIPs and BFPs. Uh, we were previously doing that, uh, and historically what we are doing is dropping an at everyone in the in the announcement. Um, I think uh, that may have been a fall off of BFP 75. Well, we may have actually well can I ask a question, Sophocles? So I think there was an at everyone tagged in the channel itself, um, but did you not get the at everyone, or do you only get at everyone's that go to the announcement channel? This is good to know if people are not getting the announcements. Yeah, that's a great question. If anyone can let us know that, uh, I can say personally, I got an at everyone, uh, even though, but I might have, I don't think I was part of the channel. Um, but okay. Yeesh. So that's so interesting that not everyone got the at everyone. So perhaps what we will do, should we just repost the at everyone? Uh, we can repost it in the announcements. Uh, you know, going forward, yep. perhaps yep. we should announce it in the announcements channel. 100%. That sounds great. I appreciate that feedback, guys. Um, okay, so really, so it looks like Lone Tree's got a question. Um, Publius, maybe you can tackle this one. Uh, hoping to get clarification on there not being a way to earn stock until the replant begins, uh, i.e. there's no way to participate in governance as a new user since the barn raise. So that is correct. Uh, it, the way Beanstalk works, the only way to acquire stock is to deposit assets in the silo, and currently you can't deposit assets in the silo. So unfortunately, yeah, there's no way to buy stock to participate in governance until the protocol is back on. Okay, we've got a couple people typing here still. Um, okay, so it seems like it's still kind of a lot of conversation about how we'll do these announcements, uh, both BFPs and BIPs, uh, and as mentioned, so appreciate that call out Sophocles and Publius for continuing it. We'll be sure to keep doing that uh, in the announcement channel. Again, historically, we had been dropping both when the event uh, kicks off, or one and a BFP or BIP kicks off, and when it closes, um, and we'll just continue to go through that process on the announcement channel. Um, so we'll just, if anyone has any last questions, uh, BenGSC type in Nelson as well. Um, just give you guys a minute, uh, but then if not, we will wrap things up. Yeah, and that's a that's a great call at Austin. So that's what we'll we'll continue to go back with that. Um, 
I think the other thing that we were talking about is uh, not just when a BFP or a BIP is live, uh, and Austin alluded to this earlier, um, we were talking about it as well at the core team, is we can discuss it both when it goes live, uh, then as it's as a BFP or a BIP is still needs to be voted on, and then as well when it closes, so making sure that the team uh, understands or the community understands that it's still live and accessible. Um, so Publius Benji asks real quick, uh, will unripe beans be convertible with silo within the silo? E from three curve from three curve bean to ETH bean pool. No, the, the, you'll be able to convert the unripe LP uh, to unripe beans and back and forth, but not within different types of LP. The unripe LP is, has been implemented only as one type of LP token. Great. And then uh, I think to continue with Lone Tree's question earlier in terms of stock, uh, Warm Porridge asked uh, if, what about the plans to make stock liquid um, and as an asset uh, to be potentially to be used as collateral? Well, that's a very interesting question. So the, the plan uh, from the initial deployment of Beanstalk was originally to make stock and seeds liquid. Uh, upon a lot of discussion with the community, it ultimately seemed like in order to offer the silo flexibility that making seeds permanent uh, or seeds liquid, we should say, uh, was a problem. But the question on stock liquidity is a very interesting one from a variety of different standpoints, particularly when it comes to whether it creates a more reflexive or anti-reflexive system. And... The reality is that, you know, the specific implementation of stock becoming liquid is probably months away uh, at this point, even though it, the thought was it was months away upon deployment, it continues to be uh, in the future. And there's, there's a lot of sophistication when it comes to allowing people to effectively leverage their stock or their governance tokens to get right, and particularly if you have liquid stock, how does that affect the integrity of decentralized governance? That's probably the biggest open question. So uh, given the nature of the Beanstalk exploit, which was a governance-related exploit, the, the difficulty is, it is apparent, and the goal is to get this right. So making stock liquid is an increase in the sophistication of the governance system, and uh, some more thought and discussion definitely needs to be had on that front. But it remains... Uh, definitely a goal over the next uh, couple of months, let's call it. Got it. Um, then Justabine asks, um, how, will, how will the governance voting happen considering stock will be locked until the barn raise um, starts getting paid off? Well, the concept is that there should be a non-zero amount of stock whenever the first beans are minted and given that the protocol is going to replant above peg the expectation is that there should be stock uh basically immediately uh it's impossible to imagine a scenario where you're not going to have stock after the first uh season passes so it won't be i, I don't really think that this scenario plays itself out where where it becomes an issue so the, the haircut on stock to all existing silo members is equal to the percent raised in the barn raise. You know, given we've already raised something like 12% and, you know, that number can only increase, 
that means that there will be stock upon replant and there technically already is stock equal to the previous existing stock times the amount raised. Um, so all that stock will be voting stock, it will be active stock, and as more of the barn raise gets funded, more people you will be able to update your unripe deposits to be equal to the new BDV given the new haircut. So say you had 100 million stock before, and we raised 20% of funds. At replant, you will immediately have 20 million stock. Um, I guess that's a terrible example because 100 million is a big number, um, but you'll have 20 million stock. And then say we recap up to 50%, you'll be able to update your deposits to now have 50 million stock under that, not including you know the grown stock, which you'll also receive in the process. But there will be stock at uh, immediately after replant and you know there will be continue to be new stock entering the system and as the barn raise continues to get paid off more of that old stock will be given back to you got it then, then Pui's um exile kind of ex expands on that a little bit as yeah. well yep all right go ahead uh, no, no, no. If you, if Excel, if if you're going to address what Excel wrote, that'd be great. Uh, just in terms of um, risk of a large solid deposit being able to, pretend, the risk of a large solid deposit uh, obtaining maybe too much stock or a lot of stock. Well, this is yeah, the whole. I mean, it's important. Proof of stake system, right? It's that the value of the governance tokens can be matched in the market. So, in general, the way Beanstalk works, I guess, with the exception of a flash loan, is that if you're buying the stock to participate in the system, that that actually creates demand through which other people can sell into. And so there should be an opportunity if there's someone that's buying a significant amount of stock to take control of the system for people to sell into that. So it's an economic transaction. But as a proof of stake system, there's nothing that you can do to prevent people from purchasing a significant amount of stock. Okay, so then, uh, and then Exalad, uh, you're welcome to, to jump to the stage as well as ask these questions. Uh, but then Exalad continued by saying, isn't the uh, percent drastically altered uh, owing to locked stock? What is, what is locked stock? And I guess the answer just to Bean's question, stock unlocks on when the money is recapitalized, not based on when the barn raise is paid back. The barn raise being paid back is exerts a penalty on when you unlock your unripe beans into beans. That's totally separate from the silo. Turning unripe beans into beans is a totally separate part of beanstalk. Just the unripe bean token will be whitelisted for deposit in the silo. The amount of seeds in stock you receive for unripe beans is equal to the bean denominated value of the unripe bean token. And the unripe bean token, the BDV of it, is dependent upon the percent of funds raised, which is basically equal to the amount of beans that have been recapped divided by the total amount of unripe LP. Um, so let's say we raise 20%, I get 20% of my stock. That means 20% of everyone's stock is currently frozen. So that, that stock doesn't exist. That 80% of the stock gets wiped. It's not included in the total stock count. You no longer have that stock, but as the barn raise gets paid back, that stock will basically um, you know, be re-minted. So basically we're scaling down. If we get 20% of the stock, the total stock figure also gets haircut 20%. Um, so it's not like there's lock or frozen stock, that stock just ceases to exist until you get it back. Hopefully that all clears it up. 
Great, thanks. Uh, thanks, and, and then Egg Salad, you're up on the stage, so if you want to continue with that and ask any more questions, definitely do. Um, sir, how can you, I think your name may have changed, or maybe it was this the whole time, uh, but yes, I think the call is being recorded. So yeah, as long as you see Craig in the audience, uh, we should be getting it recorded. Okay, um, so any last questions, Warren Poor, just so you type in a little bit, um, we'll leave it, I think we'll last call for questions and we'll try to wrap, um, unless there's anything else pressing that anyone has questions about. Yeah, and dropped a link in the chat with the Dune dashboard uh, for stock. And as you can see that with the, the exception of the month prior to the attack, where there was a massive increase in the bean supply and liquidity and the stock supply, that uh, the stock supply was in the same, a similar range uh, in the mid eight figures for, uh, for a couple of months. And the thought is Beanstalk will likely re replant with a similar amount of stock. So orders of magnitude, it will be probably a month before the replant, you'll be in the same range, but otherwise it's not like this, the governance token is going back to zero. It'll still be a significant, uh, a significant amount of stock. So to answer your question, Benji, about allowing convert between different pools to help Arbin balance them, um, this will be possible with non-unripe tokens. You know, if you deposit beans or the normal LP token of which you'll be able to buy and deposit or add LP and deposit upon replant, those tokens will be able to be arbitraged and converted between different LP pools. But the problem is that the unripe LP token has a very unique kind of structure and mechanics attached to it, you know, pretty much um, that make convert slightly more complicated from a perspective of when you convert, how many unripe tokens do you actually get? You know, we basically have to convert from unripe beans to beans to LP and then to unripe LP. And currently the unripe LP token basically is a pro rata ownership of a bigger pool of the actual LP tokens. Having that pool of LP tokens consist of more than one type of LP token is technically very difficult to implement. Um, you know, but that being said, if this is something the DAO is concerned with, you know, when we do <clears throat> add another type of pool, we can consider adding another type of unripe LP token. For instance, we can have an unripe bean ETH LP token such that you can convert unripe beans into. Um, but this would be a quite drastic technical challenge that's not impossible. Um, but you know, it is a good point to bring that we do want to be able to you know, arm all the pools together. Um, and the question is, is the fact that you can do that with circulating assets enough? Um, or do we also need to do that with unripe assets? Ideally, we don't have to, um, but you know, well, the DAO can discuss that going forward. But at, at launch, there will only be one pool, so this will not be a problem at all. And um, when we do inevitably launch another pool, we can discuss, discuss it at that point and if when that pool gets significantly big enough for it to be a real issue. And I would just add, though, that any additional functionality, well, you know, it can all be done. It all takes time, right? And so the concept of replanting or, and then adding another pool shortly thereafter, well, the timeline to replant with another pool becomes a lot more, a lot longer if now every single convert feature needs to be added, including unripe assets. You know, nothing is, is free. So everything is possible, but every, every development and every implementation needs to be valued at the time and the development resources that they're going to take away from other stuff. So everything's possible, but 
uh, to Publius's point, unclear whether this will be at the margin a meaningful, uh, a meaningful friction to try to remove. And then just to continue on the uh, on the conversation about the pools, uh, Warren Porridge, I see your call about the uh, BIP-75 BIP and the other pools that are options. Um, so Mr. Mochi did drop a link. Uh, there's a lot of conversation that we have going on there. And um, I think per Austin's message, we're going to be looking for the, the top pools that have, I think, 15 or above so that we can resubmit uh, a BFP in terms of the pool that we would launch with. So definitely jump into the conversation there uh, in that thread. Uh, I think Mr. Mochi even listed a, a very high level pros and cons of each of the, the separate pools um, that you'll find closer to the top of that chat. And not sure if Austin is around, but I believe that the plan is to first select the asset of which Bean will be paired with, and then at a later date, select the DEX and or potential parameters, such as the A parameter or a fee that the pool is launched with at a later point. Um, but you know, not quite sure on that. But you know, that's important to consider as well. You know, if we do go with bean three curve, what a parameter do we use? If we go with beneath, are we using curve or curve or you know curve v two or Uniswap? I see Austin's here. If you want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, no, I don't have much to add. Honestly, uh, you're correct. The idea is that we have a follow up BFP to uh, select the given given parameters based on the the asset that the DAO wants bean to be trading against initially. So that will depend entirely on what asset is chosen. Okay, great. Um, well, I, I don't see any hands. I don't see any typing. Um, you know, thank you, everyone. Again, these these calls were kind of a mix of the first the update uh, from the DAO and then Q and A at the end of it. Uh, in the future, we may continue the Q&A side, but the, the goal of these, as I said, out of the gate is really to give you more of an update on things. So definitely keep uh, a list of those questions that you have and be ready for them uh, in class. Uh, you can always drop them in town hall in advance of class when they come up um, so that you don't have to wait until you know the moment of and then just whatever, whatever is just reply to your own link or something like that. So um, we'll continue with this cadence um, and continue to guys give you guys uh, uh, more foresight of events that are come. Uh, Publis, did you have any closing thoughts or anything? I just want to remark, uh, this is really the first like traditional down meeting we've had since the attack. Uh, while they've been scheduled as down meetings, they've been used for other stuff mostly. Uh, feels really good to have everyone back and just chatting about what they're working on and stuff and answering questions about it. This is what it's all about. And building in a decentralized capacity is non-trivial. Uh, we're kind of watching collectively a bunch of other DAOs implode across the space. And I think it speaks very strongly about Beanstalk and the community around it that with no money and the protocol being off and the whole market collapsing around it, uh, everyone continues to not just work, but work really hard and put in great work. Uh, Want to give a huge shout out to all the contributors that are just doing great stuff. And it's, a, you know, it's very exciting to be a part of. So uh, excited that we're back on the down meeting schedule and hoping to, to have these weekly so that everyone can get on the same page about everything that's going on. And, you know, we'll just use this time to shout out. There's endless work to get done. If people want to pitch in and help out here and there, uh, make it known. And, uh, you know, it takes a village. So thank you guys very much. Great. Yeah, thank you, Publis. Um, and then to that last point, if you are interested uh, in joining, you know, feel free to 
just shoot over a DM to me uh, and then we'll, we'll progress conversations uh, in terms of getting support. But thanks everyone. We'll give you uh, seven minutes back on your day and uh, we'll be, we'll be in touch. Thanks everyone.